the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Guess what? We have got one of the most remarkable shows. You know, I say that every show, but each show is remarkable. But here we're on location, and it's it's a venue that is in uh, Spring Valley uh, Faith Chapel here, and it's one together, T-W-O-G-E-T-H-E-R, onetogether.org, and it's just uh, completing the entire day of worship and praise and uh, embracing this one new man. So that's where we're going with this, and you know oftentimes in shows when it's exciting and it, it commands attention, we do what we call a shofar blast. You know that from me by now, but now we have a, a real shofar blower. His name is Tony Hayes, and he's a shofar man. I'm going to have him blow the shofar to begin this, as you can hear in the background, <laughs> action is going on right before our ears, my listening friend. So here's a shofar blast, and then we will begin the show. And uh, Tony Hayes, let us have it. <laughs> Don't Tony come. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Give me a quick uh, ups, upside on how people can find out more about you and the multitude of ministry things that are going on with you, Tony Hayes. Uh, I, you, we only have a moment for you. but Yes, sir. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be on. Uh, we have a ministry called Shofar Blessings 52 on Cross TV Network. It's an Egyptian Christian network. It goes to the Middle East. Uh, we have shofars also for sale. And you can always check us out at uh, showfarblessings52gmail.com. Very good. Tony, yeah. thank you for starting the thank show you, with sir. us. Thank you, sir. Very and good. Insta- check us out on Instagram as well. Oh, shalom, it. shalom. I want to introduce... <laughs> God bless you, brother. Yeah, thank you, sir. You know, I want to introduce some people that you may know, at least in uh, reputation. Some of my guests of this, this, uh, sh- this show are people that you actually have come to know. I want, I want to introduce the uh, pastor and former San Diego Charger chaplain, Sean Mitchell, but he's also been involved with the Padres and a gazillion other things, but the, more than the industry that he's involved in, it's the people. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Oh, it, hey, Cass, it's great to be here. It's great to be with you, bro. <laughs> Finally, we've been trying to get this happening <laughs> for a long, long time. Absolutely. We're at this event, my listening friend, called One 
one, the number one TWOgether.org, uh, and it's just completing. And so I'm going to be snagging people as they come out of the auditorium. But what, 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 what does this one new man mean to you, uh, Pastor Sean? Well, you know what? I felt like I walked into a fog bank of the Holy Spirit. When I walked <laughs> in here, you could just feel the Spirit of God. I mean, it is lit in God's house. Great people. Man, listening audience, we wish you were with us today. The Holy Spirit was all over the place. He's moving amongst us. The, the speakers were incredible. Yes. And, but, but also the message of one new man. What does that oh. mean? I, I know you're, you're a guy who loves to bring people together. You did it in the sports environment, and you're bringing people that were athletes together. And, you know, athletes, they have great skill sets, but there are a lot of things that there are holes missing in their life. So you've been able to minister to them. But this whole one new man thing really speaks to your heart cry and many things. Well, it really does. In Mark chapter 10, verse 16, the last chapter of Mark, Jesus' last command is our first concern. And he says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. The word world is in, in the original tongue is ethnos, which means ethnic, people groups. And yes. you see a whole lot of that here. This looks like a glimpse of heaven, and it's just fantastic. Uh, don't go away. I want to ask you some more questions, but I want to introduce our next guest as well. Um, his name is Don. Help me, Don, with the, uh, the pronouncement of your last name. Uh, Don Enervolson. Enervolson. See, you understand why I had a little problem. Enervolson. My and, own mom couldn't say it right, so, you know. <laughs> uh, you are a co-author in a book called Kingdom Calling. It's a field manual for believers. And uh, we, I also have, I'm looking at a book uh, that says the, the Kingdom, the Creation to Millennium. And so uh, a very brief overview of how that relates to this one new man that we're dealing with here. And then I'm going to turn it back to Sean. Well, the Kingdom Calling was actually the impetus for this whole meeting in the first place. When we, the four of us worked on this for two years. Uh, you put four preachers together and two years later we come up with 35 pages, you know. Um, exciting to be part of all the excitement here, isn't it? <laughs> it, it, it well, it is. I'm, I'll tell you, my friend, I mean, can you imagine what the uh, full-day event was like? I mean, oh. we, we've got people that are going to tell you about some healing things and supernatural things that went on very shortly as well. I've heard more shofars today than I've heard in years. I know. <laughs> but, um, but the, the uh, Kingdom Calling, was the idea originally was uh, with Bob Wolf, who's one of the authors, had the idea of helping people find their calling and entering into using their gifts. Uh, trying to encourage him to do that. And it turned into a, a compilation of material on the kingdom of God and what that means and what God's purpose is for humanity. Because unless you know what it is God made you for, it's kind of hard to know what gifts to use and how to use them. Well, and God is giving you an interesting skill set. You're, you're really an overview person on things that are going on. So give us a, 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 about a 30 or 40 second overview on that. I want to return to to uh, Sean Mitchell before uh, the, we go. The, the kingdom goes back to, from in my mind, goes back to Genesis 1, 26 to 28, where God, we were made in the likeness and image of God, which the way that those two terms are used in the ancient world, it really means that likeness really means to stand before God and take on his character through worship, become like him. And then image means to turn to the world and actually become the visible image of God. And in my mind, this is why God created us. He didn't create us just to sit around and hope we can get to heaven one day. He created us so that we can represent him because we are all most people are going to see of God. And when they look at us, they should see God if we are living this kingdom life properly. Yes, yes. Tell us how we can find out about your book quickly. Uh, it's called The Kingdom, From Creation to the Millennium. It's on Amazon. Um, 
easiest thing is just go to the kingdom and then type in my name, uh, so it'll come up. Okay, um, you better help them with that name again. Yeah, it's uh, Don, <laughs> and then you have to say it with a Danish accent. It's uh, okay. Let's let's hear your Danish accent. And Nevoldsen, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And it rolls off the tongue, but it's 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 E N E V O L D S E N. Nevoldsen. Very good. Well, we have a few minutes left before the end of this segment. So, Sean, I love talking with Sean Mitchell. He's, was a, the, he is the pastor. Uh, he's kind of changed the, the rules a little bit. He has been the lead pastor. What's the name of the church, Pastor Sean? New Venture Christian Fellowship. New, New Venture Christian Fellowship. But God has elevated him to a little bit different perspective. He's kept the vision uh, of Sean of bringing people together. But uh, he's also magnified his vision as well. Sean Mitchell, give us some words of a few words of encouragement about the unity in the body of Christ, and uh, oh. we'll use that to go into the next segment. You know, it's so neat. When I think of the book of Psalms, it says, Behold, and how good, how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. And, you know, I learned a long time ago that the issue throughout Scripture is sin, not skin. It's grace, not race. And God's colorblind. Oh, wait a minute. It's grace, not Race. race, absolutely. <laughs> and when you get that, you understand, boy, he makes it really, really simple. I love a God who loves all of us. And, boy, it was so expressed so wonderfully today, all day here. Yes. You you did a, a teaching earlier in the midday called God as Abba changes everything. And I guess that's really true, isn't it? Oh, there's no doubt. It changes. I mean, you can hear about God. You can study God in seminary. But when you understand him as Abba, that is the difference. He's an intimate God. He's the God that loves us. If it's important to us, it's important to God. So, yeah, he's the difference. A word of wisdom before we go to the next segment. My brother, I know you're running, doing so many. This man, he, he you know, he... People say, you retired? And he smiles because the truth of the matter is he's been launched into a higher realm. We're excited to follow you even further. And, and maybe I can sneak up on you sometime and we can spend a full hour together. Oh, man, I love that, Jazz. <laughs> Just so appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys and stuff. And, you know, there's a thing that, that, that I believe is that if you're breathing, you're blessed. No matter what you're going through, if you're breathing, you are blessed. We are all blessed people. Very good. Well, Sean, I'm going to let you go. God bless you, sir. And the shofar blasters are going crazy around here. You know, in our next segment, we're going to talk to you about how people have seen miracles. And maybe they've even invested prayer and declaration to watch those miracles come to pass. It's going to blow your mind because God is in the business of healing people. He's in the business of resurrected life. And I want, Don, I want to thank you again for joining us. My pleasure. And any very quick words of wisdom? Well, as you said, this is about people coming together, and it's been my experience that where people are really moving in obedience to God, there's not a lot of differences between them. Yes. It doesn't matter about what obvious differences it looks like they have. They, they are on the same page. Yes, yes, yes. Well, my brother, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. And, and God bless you. Well, my listening friend, we're about ready to take a break really soon, but I'm gonna, in the next segment I'm going to be bringing on uh, John Neal will be joining me and talking a little bit about uh, what's going on. You know, he, he's got uh, Prayer Shield, and he's got so many other venues like that. He's been partnering with people like Sean to uh, come alongside of them and pray into the, the, the new ministry God has been planned. But also there have been some amazing miracles and healings right here uh, right here on this stage, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk a little bit about that and how the Lord is the one who actually uh, impacts that. And, uh, and so do not go too far away because, my listening friend, major things are in progress right now. 
and we're going to come right back in just a moment to tell you more about these things. And I am, <laughs> as you can tell, broadcasting live, as you can tell, at the one together number one twogether.org um, venue but it's just winding up and people are meandering by we'll talk more about that and how it impacts you you'll be pleased to know about this my listening friend when we come right back this is come together san diego the live local show on k praise more come together san diego is just moments away now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Oh, my, my. You can, you know, leave, I could just leave the microphone on and walk away and uh, there would be plenty of action going on here. But I'll tell you what, my listening friend, God wants to have one new man in Messiah and introduce you to the Father and the Father's love. And Jesus is the Son who introduces us through the Holy Spirit to the Father because we have father issues and God wants to heal those things. That's a really a big part of what's going on right now. But one of the other parts is this, is when you get together with the Lord, Miracles happen and healing and things like that happen. I'm gonna. I want to introduce two people that are mic side with me today, and we're gonna share during this segment. We're gonna share a, a remarkable miracle that happened as well. You know, a longtime friend is evangelist George Elias, and uh, he's he's guess what he is? He's an evangelist, and he does ministry at the Legacy Ministry Outreach in the Mission Valley area and other things. Just say hi for right now, George, because we're gonna talk in a minute. Hello, hello, Cass. <laughs> uh, yes, we've been friends, so you know I'm gonna tease him a little bit here as well and another uh, long time uh, friend of mine is John Neal and he has a ministry he's called Prayer Shield Ministries and also Sealed Team that's right Sealed Team no person left behind John how are you doing I'm doing excellent good to see you Kaz and, and did I hear that yesterday was your last formal day as a I teacher I retired yesterday from <laughs> Grossmont High School in La Mesa well you know what just like when we talk with Sean retiring does not mean retiring that means moving up to a higher level amen promotion not graduation I, I like that you know uh, I, one of the things that I've noticed about you George you're you're looking for heart cry and the action of things going on why don't you give a very very because I'm going to spend some time talking about a miracle that just happened also but George give us a, a very quick overview you're doing things with legacy and so forth give me the minute and a half overview sorry about that brother sorry about that but you can do it because you know as an evangelist sometimes you've only got an elevator ride up or down to get the message so lay it on us well for me what's most important is trying to activate people that God has put something in them but they lack the mechanics they lack the tools they lack the heart they lack the the boldness and what I try to do in people's lives is to be able to help them activate that which God has already placed within them so yes. I teach them so how does this affect what you saw today with people coming together as the one new man and unity in the body of Christ? I know unity in the body of Christ is a big part of your, right. part of your calling. I've known you for long enough to know that. Yeah. So quickly, what does that mean here? Well, what it means here is there's so many people that come from so many different backgrounds that have yes. a desire to really tap into what God has, but yet they don't know what they're doing. So for me, I come from a Jewish background myself, but I was raised Catholic. And yet when I came to Christ, I started digging into the Word, and I began to realize who I was in Christ under Abba Father. Ooh. And this is what I saw happening here. Yes. 
I, I love that. And we're going to talk, when we talk about what was happening here, we're going to dig a little bit more deeply. And uh, John, uh, you've spent a lot of time on the stage here, but you've also spent a lot of time behind the scenes. And you were one of the uh, active I in individuals who actually brought this one, two, together venue together. Uh, so what are you sensing? And then I'm going to have you introduce, you and I will introduce somebody who has been involved in a miracle that is remarkable here. And we'll talk a little bit more about those things in the re remainder of this segment. Do we love miracles or what? We love miracles. Love miracles. You know, a lot of people in, the, in, in, in churches go, miracles were for yesterday. Well, mm. if, if you're believing the miracles for yesterday, God needs to tune you up and tune you in. Amen. Amen. Well, we, had, we started almost a year ago. And we originally had a plan, hey, we're going to do this thing in, uh, in January, in February. But situations didn't allow it to happen. And bizarre as it was, suddenly the only day we could find was June 4th. Yes. Well, has, as Kaz will tell you, uh, in the Hebraic calendar, we're talking about Shavuot. Yes. In the uh, Christians, for all you guys who in church tomorrow, it's Pentecost. Pentecost. And so it's the beginning place that, and we were like, oh, is that coincidental? Oh, my. No coincidences in the Word of God. Do you realize that this is the time frame that is the birthday of the church? A lot of churches yeah. don't even realize that. This Amen. is what we call Amen. Pentecost weekend, and the, the Jews would call it Shavuot. And right. while we look at it from a different perspective, God is using this to unify his body, Jew and Gentile, Amen. bond and free. Amen. Now, I'm going to have you and I talk to somebody that is not only experienced a miracle, but you know, one of the things my listening friend with you, God wants you to experience uh, miracles, but he also wants you to help activate them. And I want to introduce to you and you too, John, Javier. You know, this is one of the guys that works around Be Beach, I want to say Be Faith Chapel in uh, Spring Valley. And you're on staff here in a manner of speaking. Well, I help out big time here at the staff. Uh, I help out here big time with the staff. Can you hear me clear? Yeah. All right. Amen. Amen, Kaz. No. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to have you move away from the microphone just a little bit. Oh. You're like me. Perfect. Okay, come on. Perfect. Okay. And so you, you come expecting things, don't you? I, I do. I certainly do, uh, Kaz. Uh, I really believe what the Word of God says. And, and so... Uh, we're just believing that not only do we believe in miracles, but we are we are we partakers in exactly. miracles as well. And we're, we're we're pieces of God's puzzle. We're different pieces of the body of Christ. And when we get together, it becomes one new man. Mm -hmm. And well, somebody sorry. that was uh, injured uh, and you know he he was partial in many ways. He became one new man in a manner of speaking. Tell us very briefly about that. And I want to bring somebody else in who also, you know, works at this church in Faith Chapel. And she, her, her insights will be remarkable. And her name, you'll love her name, too. Go ahead. Amen. Well, a, a gentleman came in with a cane, uh, and it, it was obvious that he was limping and in pain. Um, on top of him walking with a cane, he had a crooked foot. And so uh, during one of the break sessions here today, I, I boldly asked the man, I said, sir, uh, what's going on with your body? What happened? And he, and he said he has an Achilles, a broken Achilles. He has a broken foot of some sort where his foot was twisted. And so he walked twisted. And, you know, long story short, I, I just prayed for healing, commanded his body to be restored. And the man walked away without the cane. And the, his, his Achilles got healed. And not only that, but I commanded the foot to turn oh and correct itself. And he, he said, look at my foot. My foot is now straight. And lay against the wall. I don't know whether it's still there or not. You, there was there was the actual brace 
It's a cane. It was a cane. And then there was the shoe, too. Yeah. And they were both laying on the ground. Yes. I mean, that's the most remarkable thing. My listening friend, miracles are not only possible, but it, to those who believe, miracles are going to happen not only to you, but through you to other Come people. On. So now. Come on. Uh, here, there's an, another person that also works at uh, Faith Chapel. I'm going to get her on the line and ask her to give us insights about this remarkable day. Her name is Cynthia Pion. And yes. uh, get a little closer to the mi- microphone yes. and, and tell us your perspective. I know this is what the one new man uh, happening mm. magnificently. Yes. And my listening friend, you, you, it's not for you to observe only. Mm. It's for you to participate in. Give yes. us your uh, give us a very quick overview. We, we have a, a couple minutes left in this segment. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Cass. Yeah, you know what? I've, I've only been saved one year. Oh, is that and right? And can I just say that I, it's, it's one thing to just read the word, and it's another to actually read and do, be doers of the word. Yes. So we are called to heal the sick, Matthew 10, 8. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, <laughs> and cast out demons. Oh. Give as freely as you have received, as much as you are pouring you're getting poured into you should be pouring out and doing the will of our father because we are about our father's business yes Cynthia let me tell you something Mm -hmm. you're a younger person 33 yes yeah well okay there you go that's Jesus age yes (laughs) you know what I love about the younger generations is that when they hear something that they know is true they make a stand and it's hard to stop you so when you get a a younger generation turned on to the Lord look out world And, and and your last name I know I only have a couple minutes left is P-A-Y-A-N. Yes. And I was just bringing to mind my listening friend, you know, we're in the Hebrew year uh, of 5783, 5787, you know, in the 5780s, uh, this is year 80 is a year of the Pay, which is the spoken word. So your your very first three letters of your name means you speak it out. Yes. A lot of times we see Come things on. and we don't speak them out. But this generation that is mm. before us, my friend, speak it out when they speak it out, believing. Yes. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to return to to John here thank and, and John Neal. Thank you guys. I mean, r- remarkable seeing those crutches just in the corner over there. Remarkable. And it's for you to do as well, my listening friend. John, we only have just a, a very brief time, right. a, a minute or two here. What do you have to say to help close well, well, this segment? What, one cool thing was, Javier over here, uh, he uh, got baptized here uh, at two years old while I was here in the sanctuary praying over him. Oh, 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 and yeah, and then they, then they came back all these years. I mean, he was yeah, he's a lot older now, but hey, that's okay. But he's handsome, isn't yeah, he? and he's handsome, he's handsome, handsome. That's right. <laughs> but you know what, Kaz? The thing that was so exciting about today was not about. An event, not about the numbers of people. What the exciting thing was is we looked out in the audience, and it was a heaven sent. Oh. It was every tribe, every tongue, every nation. Now we didn't have them all here, but you don't understand what I'm saying. We had First Nations here. We had Black. We had Hispanic. We had Asian. We had we had a time of Messianic Jewish dancers and Native American Kumeyaay dancers dancing up there worshiping before the Lord. Very good. We're going to talk more about that, but all the stuff that's going on here, my friend, you need to pay close attention because it deals with you and unity in the body of Christ, but also Father God and Him bringing us back to that intimate relationship, uh, Jew and Gentile, 
and uh, different denominations, one new man in Messiah. And George Elias, would you stay with us for just a little bit yeah, longer? No problem. And John, stick around close I'll by. And my, my friends, thank you for joining us and thank you for sharing this mir- miracle. The younger generation, uh, if turned on properly to the Lord, no stopping them. My listening friend, it's about time for me to go. And my listening friend, get ready. For, we've got some remarkable other guests coming soon to a radio microphone near you. <laughs> I will be, wow, right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, here I am, a live remote broadcast. You know, live remotes are different from being in the studio because you you kind of control the interviews. Here, it's just whoever's passing by, you grab them, you nab them, and have them give a testimony. So uh, I want to spend just a moment of time with uh, evangelist George Elias, been a longtime friend, and uh, he's doing kingdom evangelism. And before we let you go, I wanted you to give any other words of wisdom and encouragement to people that are listening in, George. You're an evangelist, so uh, uh, stay Stir up these people to uh, become part of this one new man. I'm handing it off to you, George. I just want to encourage the people, whoever is listening, you have a story to tell. Your story is powerful. Regardless of what your background is, tell the story of how you came to know uh, Yeshua, how you came to know Jesus as Lord and brought you into this family under Abba Father. Your story can literally set people free. If you just are bold enough to sit down with somebody and let people know what has taken place in your life, and God will use it because there's power in your testimony, there's power in the gospel that literally will set people free. Very good. Quick way that people can find out more about you. You're at The Legacy also. Actually, I have a recent website launch. It's called LetNoneBeLost.com. LetNoneBeLost.com. I teach at Legacy International Center in Mission Valley in the Prayer Sanctuary Room every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m. I teach for two hours on evangelism. So my listening friend, if you're sitting there going, I just don't know what to do, you may want to get, get close to this guy and you'll become evangelist yourself. One more time, a website. LetNoneBeLost.com Very good. George, uh, Elias, uh, Kingdom Evangelism, my evangelist friend. God bless you, brother. Thank you, Cass. Oh, Love you, pleasure. Brother. This brings us to you, John Neal, and yes. one of the things he talked about, not one man enough behind, that kind of ties in with some of your heart cry, doesn't it? Yes, it does. The, the whole idea of we, what the whole thing was about today, and my heart for years and years has been, this is not about denominations. This is not about colors. This is not about political parties. This is about the concept, very simply. If Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, that means we have the same Father. Ooh. That means we're all brothers or sisters. And you can look at me and go, I'm sorry, John, you're the wrong color. I'm sorry. This is what, this is what God made me. Okay, and this is how he made me. I'm from from the tribe he called me to come from. And you know what? Sorry. Talk to him about that. But yep. we need to understand. But we spend, and you've seen me do this before, Kaz, where I take my hand, I open all my fingers up instead of making a fist. A fist is how you want to hit somebody. Yeah. You don't want to hit somebody with open fingers. That's going to be painful. <laughs> but the body of Christ is not a fist unified around the sword, the Word of God. It is a bunch of open fingers going, well, my way is better than your way. Your way is better than my way. 
and they can't fully grasp the sword of the Spirit. Well, and you know what that reminds me of is the, is the um, Apostle, Prophet, Evangelist, Pastor, Teacher, Fivefold Ministry. When you get all the fivefold ministries together, uh, and my friend, you yes. are among them. God's just trying to instruct you on who you are and what you what God desires you to do. But as we function in harmony together, it becomes one new man. Not only one new man in the Christian body of Christ, but one new man uh, uh, from a Hebrew standpoint as well. And when you get these coming together, it becomes one new man and Messiah. So, John, you have somebody here you want Ooh, to introduce. And absolutely. It's going Absolutely. to be remarkable. Yeah, this is a brother in the Lord. This is a man. Uh, he he is the vice president of the Navajo Nations, which is the largest native tribe in the United States. Holds a large amount of land, too, if I remember correctly. And this man was originally on the faith team, the, the presidential faith team yes. uh, involved with that. This guy's got a heart. He's a businessman background, but an evangelist heart background. This is Myron Elizer. Well, Myron, one of the things that I realize that I see what's going on, on here you know, this one new man is Jew, Gentile, bond and free, but it's also the 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 one nation people, the people in uh, in America and other nations as well, uh, who are of what's the right word? Uh, one nation, the Indian component as well. And what we're seeing is as the body of Christ comes together, we we see First Nation people gathering together, different tribes and things like that. Give an overview of how unity in the body of Christ impacts you and maybe how this uh, conference has impacted you. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I have to draw back to 1975 when Billy Graham had spoke at a conference in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. There was a lot of uh, Native Americans there. And, uh, you know, we need a lot of hope in Native America. And back then, I think Billy Graham Evangelistic Association said that uh, 5% of our brothers and sisters in uh, First Nations were actually professing Jesus Christ as their Savior. To this day, you know, 30, 40 years later, I think the number is about 5% again, you know. Whether we grew or lost some numbers remains to be seen. But, you know, it's really hard for First Nations to ascribe themselves to Christianity. Uh, they will say, you know, well, why do I need a white man's God? We got our own way. And right. So really, in First Nations, we do believe in the boogeyman. We do believe in the spiritual aspect. We're just one adjustment away from fully realizing who we are by our creator, our God, our great spirit, grandfather. And, you know, a lot of our tribes uh, call him. And so we're spiritual. We're highly spiritual. We're just missing one component, which is the most vital component, Jesus Christ as our Savior. Preach that, man. I I really appreciate that. You know, one of the things that I see happening in this conference is I see different nationalities, you know, First Nation people, but I also see the Jewish and the Messianic Jewish uh, component coming together as well. It's a vital part to see what's going on in the the First Nation people, and I may talk to you just a moment about that as well, but in the next hour, we're going to be bringing on... uh, Rabbi Joel Lieberman. This man is remarkable. He and Dr. Uh, uh, Mark Biltz are going to be here with another person or two talking about uh, messianic things. But uh, 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 Joel Lieberman is a rabbi. Uh, He's the president of the Messianic uh, uh, Alliance of America, and he's the rabbi tied to Tree of Life Ministries. So what you're seeing here, my friend, is different nationalities coming together, and this is a true sign of the soon-coming Messiah. My friend, it's time for you to become activated in what God is doing, not only to you, but through you. 
So uh, any any you know parting words regarding this? Well, some are saying that maybe uh, First Nations we're the lost tribe of Israel, right? And oh so, my! Uh, with that in our background, and certainly uh, uh, ascribing ourselves again to the hope and the calling of Jesus Christ as our Savior, I think that opens up another dimension for uh, ministry opportunities. They say that uh, you know uh, again that sleeping giant again as uh, Billy Graham had uh, prophesied that once the Native Americans had awakened, they would help usher in the next great move of God. There's no doubt because, you know, uh, the Bible, 1 Corinthians, it says that although there may be many languages in the world, none of them are without significance, which means that our Creator God saved the Navajo Nation and our Navajo (laughs) Code Talkers for such a time as 1941 through 45. We helped deliver America in this most trying time in the Pacific Theater of World War II by using our language, which was very uh, undocumented at the time. The Japanese couldn't figure it out. They couldn't decipher it. And again, America was saved because of the Navajo Code Talkers. Not only the language, but the worship. I mean, you were here pounding the, what what do you call those large drums? Oh, yeah, the big old powwow drums down to the small handhelds. (laughs) I mean, coming into an environment like this, you walk in there and the the, uh, Messianic Jews were were doing a dance and the uh, First Nation people were doing a dance. And while the dancing moves were different, the heart was the same. It was the most remarkable thing I think I've seen in a long time. Well, the Bible says every tribe and every drum, I mean, every tongue, right? (laughs) So that gives our native people hope that we are, that the Christianity is for us, that Jesus is for us as well. You know what? I'm going to have you stay just for a moment. I'm going to have you, because this next segment is going to be chock full of activity going on as well. Would you, would you do honor us with doing a, a kind of a prayer, bringing the different nationalities together from you, that you see this as a First Nation uh, individual, and uh, let's see where God takes us. My, my friend, history is being made, and we had a chance to observe part of history being made right here in this uh, this conference, one together, uh, and the unity of the body of Christ and meeting the Father. So, uh, would you give us a, a brief minute or so prayer and for, for our listening friends to know that there's no reason for them to be anxious? God is working real time and even overtime. Mm. Amen. Father God, we stand in agreement with all those in heaven who cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lamb of God. Lord, when we just ascribe ourselves to one people group, one people type, Lord Father, we only have a part of your heart. So Lord, we ask that you would open up the manifold wisdom, Lord, of your word, of your knowledge, Lord, to the people, Lord Father. All those that are assembled, the remnant, Lord Father, yes. there's, is looking for those, Lord, uh, that, that we could uh, ascribe ourselves again to your power and your spirit. Your spirit says that you're looking throughout the earth, looking for those who Will worship you in spirit yes, and, in, and truth, in truth, Lord. Father, I count us and all those in, in that are listening, Lord, as that one, as that remnant, Lord, Father, that's just looking for your move. Father, where can we plug in? Where can we fit in, Lord, as you're reaching out and you're bringing the nations, Lord, yes. back to you, Father yes. God, one by one and nation by nation, Lord, Father, you are restoring us all. And we thank you again in Jesus' mighty name, Father God, uh-huh. to the glory of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen. Myron Lizer, uh, the vice president of the Navajo Nation. Thank you, my brother. My listening friend, we have so many things going on. And as you can tell, there's still a lot of people roaming around that have testimonies. We'll share more about those when Kaz and the team (laughs) come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more 
of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, hello, my listening friends. Hmm, how are you today? What a remarkable day today it is in San Diego, California. And by the way, happy birthday, church. We're entering into a time frame... Uh, we are entering into a time frame that's called Shavuot from a Jewish perspective, and we're entering into a time frame that is called Pentecost from uh, the Gentile perspective. But they are on the same day because God is intending to merge these two together into this one new man in Messiah. You know, as I'm walking, looking around at different people that stroll past, I want to introduce you to a person that uh, is a... Uh, a businessman. You know what? There are a lot of people that are business people that they say, I'm a business person and I'm also a Christian. Well, if you're a Christian, then God will wants to use you and your business to, as a tool to bring people closer. And I want to introduce you to a man. Is You'll love this name. with a man named Israel. And he has a clothing company. And he is here to kind of observe what uh, this one new man issue is all about. What did you say? Israel, good to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, tell me a little bit about what this one new man thing means to you. You're a business person. You spend a yes. lot of time with uh, creating clothing and things like that, but you also are tied to healing from generational curses. Yes. So it's kind of like your business is a tool, kind of a stepping stone to get you in front of other people. What's this about? Yes, it is. Well, <coughs> excuse me. My, my, the, the clothing line I put in my heart, Above All Clothing Company, it really based on like my testimony. Because when I was in the world, I was always felt like I was underneath, if you know what I mean. And it was, and now being Christ, He made me more the head and not the tail. I like you it. know. And to focus on God, it, 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 it <clears throat> excuse me. As my testimony grew in the Lord, and I got delivered and saved and um, uh, healed from generational curses, you know, it, it, it really helped me to. To focus more on on Jesus as being above all, yes, as everything, and this whole, you, you know, the whole uh, generational curses. A lot of people don't even know they have a generational, you know, there are generational curses <laughs> and that carries from lineage or you know mm-hmm. heritage to heritage and things like that. But the truth is, the matter is, uh, the matter is, God wants to break that right now. And yes, my friend, yes. if you had father issues, for example, yes. and you feel like that's been kind of a, a, a curse to you, like you have trouble understanding the value of father, God wants to introduce Himself as Father God, and he uses his son through Holy Spirit to bring you to him because God is a father and he wants to make you change your mind about a father or father issue and this generational curse has to go away. Quick thoughts about that and then I'm going to get to the other guests. Okay, okay. Yes, um, when I was was young between uh, 10 and 12, my my mom and dad were separated and always had uh, father issues because my dad was never there for me. He was always... He would come and go, come and go. I would see him here and there, you know. And I always had my mom raise me. So it, as I got close to God, it really helped me to see the love of God in that yes. area where... And today, today, um, I got set free from a lot of father issues. Oh. A lot of father issues that helped me to forgive my dad from generational curses, from lust, from pornography, from alcoholism, and, and just drugs and everything. The addiction part to it, you know, that that had yes. fallen down from my, my, my bloodline. So it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing what God is doing here, and I love it because it's bringing in, in, in me and the rest of the body Christ into a new man, like like it oh, says, you know, into yes, a new yes, creation yes. as we're 
So why don't you give me a website so people yes, can find yes. more about you? Yes, uh, it's uh, above, above all, all, all com. Very good. And so, my listening friend, here's the the, the the encouragement to you. You don't have to quit your job. You can actually use your job or revise your job to be something that is a ministry tool for you. And all of a sudden, whether your calling is to bring people out of generational curses yes, or to do street evangelism mm-hmm. or you name it, actually, there may be a calling that you have that hasn't been discovered yet, and it's going to be Y-O-U. My, my brother, thank you, Israel, for joining us. I, I wanted this to thank be an encouragement. Pleasure. pleasure. You know, I wanted this to be an encouragement to you you, my listening friend, because God's got plans for you and through you to others. You know, one of the things that I, I love about uh, Faith Chapel in Spring Valley are the people that are here. They have a real heart cry for helping people, and I want to bring somebody on. Uh, this is one of the, uh, asso- would you say associate pastor, I guess, Josiah. But Josiah is one of the guys that he's been a go-to guy for this entire endeavor. When you need something, Josiah says, he doesn't say, mm, it can't be done. He goes, let's figure out how to make that happen. Happen. And to me, that is a remarkable trait, and he is quite a benefit to this uh, uh, Faith Chapel organization. Josiah, how you doing? Living the dream, Kaz. <laughs> Living the dream. Thanks this for is, having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And uh, while you're not the lead pastor, you are, you know, pastors appreciate those who are a little bit behind the scenes who can get things accomplished. And I, I, let me just say, as a, a, a respectful to you, you're one of those guys that can do that. Thank you. And so what what did you see about this, uh, uh, the, the one new person, the, you know, Messiah, uh, father figure, um, bring, coming together uh, and seeing this uh, one new man coming to pass? What, you know, you have events here all the time. Sure. And this hopefully was a little different than some of the other events. Give us an overview of this event and how it impacted you and how it might use you to impact other people. Well, you just hit the nail on the head when you oh, oh. said that this was kind of a unique style of event that's different than other events that we've had. Uh, what we talked about today, the heart of the matter, was really a bit of a niche that isn't touched on very often. So many people want to talk about this, want to talk about that, but when we talk about the actual the healing grace of the Father and coming into relationship with that and what that means for a family of God oh, yes. of all different colors, all different nationalities, all different, all of that, still the children of the Most High God coming together in relationship with him, being healed from wounds of our past in the loving grace of the Father. That's something that's not touched on everywhere. Oh. You don't hear about that often. And it just brought such a unique color, a unique flavor to um, things that aren't really addressed yes. in the body of Christ very often. And so I was privileged to be a part of it. Well, you know, one of the things that I see about uh, Faith Chapel in Spring Valley, you guys, you have an open door for ministry to help them along in different things. And to me, that's a remarkable thing. I mean, you, you may talk with people with different denominational persuasions, and you have a remarkable sanctuary and a remarkable facility here, and you have a real open heart. for. There's, you know, I look at your, your website and I hear about you, and there's different venues going on all the time. Yeah. So where's your heart cry in that? You and the, your lead pastor. Yeah, he he's just got a heart for the community. You heard a little bit uh, about that earlier with one of the panelists. There was a, a Spanish congregation that was literally meeting about 30 seconds down the road, and they were parking across the street, kind of almost walking dangerously, jaywalking oh across just to get to church. And he was like, I want to reach my community. I want to see souls saved. I don't speak the language. These guys do. I've got a facility. They don't. How oh can my. we partner together? 
together. My, my, and it my. was never an endeavor to make a buck. It was never an endeavor to do. It was like, how can we see more souls legitimately saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, and going after the things of God in deeper measure than they had before? We want to see fruit and fruit that remains. Ooh, and you said legitimately. I like that because Absolutely. there are a lot of people that are basically doing the, doing the motions, but they don't really live a lifestyle. And I'll, let me just give you an opportunity to say you've got services on Sundays. Sure. Okay. Two services, and so, 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. Okay. G- give away that people can get here. Absolutely. So you can get all the information you need at www.faithchapelsd.com. All the info that you need is found there. We're here at 8.30 and 10.30, 9400 Campo Road, right here in the heart of Spring Valley. Oh, my. Josiah, i got to say, you're a remarkable guy. And when I see the, you know, you're a younger generation to me, yeah. and when I see the, a younger generation than I uh, going zealously with no compromise, mm. to me, that is something that uh, is, is, is remarkable, and that gives me a great deal of hope, mm. yeah. a great deal of hope in what's going on in this nation, yeah. because the young people are in place yeah. to make a commanding yeah. change. And, you know, a lot of times I look at the newspaper, you know, and I, I, I see the news and things like that and I go, how can how can God bring this together? Because he's got a younger generation yes, who's sir. a no compromise generation. Yeah. And, you know, you, you won't, don't see yourself. They as want it. God to move in a powerful way. And, you know, if you've never eaten fruit, you will not if you will not appreciate the process of sowing seeds. And when you've eaten some fruit, you appreciate the process Ooh. of seed sowing. Mm-hmm. And people here at this church, people that I'm running with, uh, young families, they've been tasting really good fruit. And they say, I don't want to just sit here and, and eat another fruit you know, fruit snack. This is not what I want to do. I want to be a <laughs> oh, seed sower into it. good soil that it would bear much fruit. And see San Diego bow its knee to the name that's above every other name oh, in the my. greatest possible measure. Josiah, thank you very much. I, I like that. No snack fruits here. And my friend, you don't want to be a person who offers only snack fruits. You want to be a person who offers the true fruit. And we are, we are experiencing the true fruit fruitfulness right now and as we say happy birthday to the church say uh, Pentecost Sunday anyone or Shavuot anyone because this is the time where the fruit or grain is uh, being matured and being uh, applied properly. Yes. My next uh, hour, my friends, is going to blow you away. I've got rabbis joining me on the radio broadcast. I've got people who understands the the cyclical or circular style of the Hebrew mentality. And when you understand what God is doing uh, in in the Hebrew and in the Christian realm, you'll realize that God has a design on one new man in Messiah. We will talk about that with rabbis and uh, biblical teachers beyond your imagination when I come. You got it right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Oh my... <laughs> you, you know, if you are a, a Bible lover, if you are a, a, what we call First Testament and Second Testament lover, you are going to love this uh, because, uh, you know, there are jokes about rabbis and things like that. And this is a Kaz joke. Three rabbis uh, walked by a bar, but they ducked because the Spirit of God told them to duck because they could hurt themselves if they hit the bar. Oh, sorry about that. That's a Kaz joke. you got to deal with it. It's my radio show, Come Together San Diego. Every once in a while, you have to deal with cornball jokes. 
from Kaz. But we have three rabbis. Actually, I don't know how we want to count on this. And, a, and a, well, I would say a Gentile, maybe. You might want to call that. And my, my listening friend, this is going to blow your mind because the Hebrew mindset on what's going on today is remarkable. But when you add to that not only a Hebrew mindset, uh, but a Messianic mindset, it makes you realize that God is doing unusual things in these very last days. I'm going to be introducing my friend. He's on the phone. His name is Mark Biltz. Uh, he's a broadcaster on uh, on this radio show, uh, radio network as well on KPRZ, uh, 10 a.m. I think on Sundays it's called Understanding Today's Prophetic uh, Times Through a Biblically Historic Lens. Mark Biltz, how you doing? Rabbi Mark Biltz. Well, hey. Yeah, it's great to be on your program. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed the teaching well, today. It's great. Well, I, yeah, I tell you what. Now, I I knew there were going to be some rolling eyes because you you don't go you don't you, you don't go light. You go heavy, <laughs> and so there there were people that were all I I wasn't sure, but I think they were kind of salivating in the aisle. I'm not sure. <laughs> so we want to spend some time. I want to introduce you to to a couple of other people that are here, who, who uh, are rabbinical in nature, uh, Rabbi. Uh, uh, Joel Lieberman, he is remarkable. He's the president of the Messianic Jewish Alliance of America. He's also the, the rabbi of Tree of Life Congregation, and I've visited him a number of times in that environment at several different locations. Um, R- rabbi uh, Joel Lieberman, how are you doing? Oh, Kaz, it's great to be here. Listen, you have your Kaz jokes, but where, the, <laughs> where there are two mess listen, two Jews, three opinions, right? Yes. Two or three Messianic Jews, four or five opinions. But <laughs> well, we got some Gentiles here to mellow us out. We also have Rabbi Bob Wolf here as well. And Bob Wolf, that's what I'm talking about, multiple rabbis here. And I thought, uh, Mark, we'd spend just a little bit of time talking about uh, things that are going on in the world today and how God is unifying his his people um, in, in different ways. And I've got three rabbis with ten different opinions. And also, I would like to spend just a moment... Uh, a long time uh, a friend of mine is uh, Earl Clampett Simple Truth Ministries hey Gentile brother <laughs> good evening Kaz how are you I'm fine well we're ready to rock and roll they're going to be hearing things that you perhaps <laughs> I can promise you knowing the character of these people you will have never heard before but this is really a clue to what God is doing to unify the body of Christ bringing them closer to God the Father but also bringing us together denominationally and uh, Jew and Gentile as well uh, would you like to just briefly speak in, into that, uh, uh, R- Rabbi uh, Joel Lieberman, and I'm going to hand it off to the others to give their input as well. God's doing a new thing, is he not? He is doing an amazing thing, Kaz, in the earth and in San Diego as well. Listen, the theme for this conference really came from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14, where Paul writes, Rabbi Shaul, as we call him, for he is our shalom, the one who made the two into one and broke down the middle wall of separation. To reconcile both to God in one body through the tree of sacrifice by which he put the hostility to death. Let me tell you, this was a ground-shaking event today here at Faith Chapel. We're seeing Jews come together with non-Jews. We are one together in the olive tree, multinationally. I think some great things are going to come out of this day. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Rabbi Mark Biltz, uh, your thoughts on unity in the in the body of Christ, but beyond that, uh, Jew and Gentile. Uh, it's hard to would be hard to excavate in a, a few minutes. Your teaching it was so deep. <laughs> but anyway, your thoughts. 
Yeah, well, I would just really believe, as Joel said, that uh, we're living in those times where Jew and Gentiles are coming together. Every ethnic group is coming together. The devil's trying to divide by ethnic groups. That's what's happening politically everywhere. They're trying to divide us. But God's uniting every ethnic group, every denomination, Jews and Gentiles together. And that's the next move of God. That's why the devil's fighting so hard. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, Rabbi Bob or Robert Wolf, uh, tied to Awakening One, uh, you have a real heart for bringing people together. What did you sense in this uh, conference, but not only sense in the conference, God stirred you and a handful of other people to actually put it forth? Give us your brief insights here. Well, first of all, what I experienced at the conference more than anything else was really soft hearts. Everyone who delivered today, you could see... Uh, what God had done in their life, how they had been humbled, how they recognized that they were dealing with something much bigger than themselves. And I felt that from every single person, I went around to the different breakout sessions, every room that I went to, this was not people that were over other people or trying to teach from a position of authority, but a real humility and a real desire to share and no sense of anybody being better than anybody else. And I think that's what the one new man looks like. Oh, wow. My listening friend, are you ready for a change? I mean, you look around at the way the world's going on. Are you ready for a change? Now, here's the real question. Are you ready to be facilitated or activated as part of that change? That's really the question. So, uh, uh, Earl Clampett, uh, Simple Truth Ministries, I know this is a real heart cry for you. You know, a lot of people have preconceived notions about uh, this is uh, this is how I've believed and I'm going to continue believing that but God is a progressive God and it's cyclical uh, give a little bit of overview and then I'm going to have um, R- Rabbi uh, Mark Biltz give some insights as well thank you for being with us Mark Biltz as well Kaz um, the whole download that I happened to get on this um, event was Father God says you know Satan's trying to tear our country apart on every sort of line of division, whether it be ethnicity or race or gender or whether you got the vac shot or what your politics were or what your economics were. And, and, I, and he said, you know, I am the great uniter. I am the great adhesive. I am the glue. As long as it's a return, a coming back to Father God, that's what was lost in the beginning in, in chapter 3 of Genesis. And he says, I'm going to restore that. It's going to be based on a family reunification and a family coming full circle back to a mutual father. That's what joins all of us together. We have a mutual father as taught by Yeshua, taught by Jesus in the Lord's Prayer, in the Our Father. I love that. We've got a couple minutes left in this segment, Rabbi. Um, I say Rabbi, and three different people look up at me. <laughs> Rabbi Mark Biltz. Uh, you know, our preconceived notions of what uh, God and godliness is has to change. Why don't you speak to that a little bit as it relates to being unified, a Jew and Gentile, bond and free? Mark Biltz. Well, thank you. Well, I think it's so important that uh, we need to realize, uh, even like what holiness is. I mean, some denominations say holiness is a doily on your head or something, you know. But we need to all come together and realize, you know, what really joins us together. What are the priorities? How does God want us to not just be set apart, but also united? Oh, yes, right. So... What, what's your takeaway on this? You know, I, I have a chance. You know, I follow you very closely. Um, and 
just briefly, why don't you tell people about uh, your ministry and people can tune in and, and hear that what's going on. You're, you, 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 you call your ministry Taking Torah to the Nations, and so you do that. Just a quick uh, way that people can find out more about that. Yeah, our, our organization is called El Shaddai Ministries, and we make have a little acronym basically to make it easy to find us on the web. It's just the letter ESM.US. That's how people can get a hold yes. of us, ESM.US, and all of the teachings. Uh, we've even put all the teachings onto a key fob with like 80 hours of teaching and all the notes in case the Internet ever goes out. <laughs> people will have Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm telling you, these 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 rabbis don't don't uh, pursue them just to get you know your your itch scratched. Pursue them if you want to dig deeply. And because my friend, the whole, God is in the process of bringing Jew and Gentile together. But both Jew and Gentile believers in God, there's changes that need to be made, and we just can't fall back on our our, our previous misunderstandings or understandings about God and godliness. And that's true, uh, I think, rabbis in in the rabbinical world. It's true in the Christian world as well. You have to be willing to hear God through Holy Spirit and obey. Can we stay uh, together, my rabbi and Gentile friend, and talk? more about this in greater detail my listening friend Gary you know I want you to pay close attention to what these rabbis and uh, a a Christian believer uh, uh, have some great insights we're going to follow through on that a little bit more but you know what God is changing things and if you're willing you want to go back to your previous uh, manner of doing things you're in the wrong camp. God wants you to be activated and empowered. We're going to talk more about that with my rabbi and Gentile friends when I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. <laughs> you know, God is a God who orchestrates things beyond our reach. And sometimes, you know, when you have a radio show planned, you go, well, it's going to A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And so, but God says, no, 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 I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw numbers in with your alphabet. <laughs> and so, you know, we're, we're, we're here uh, at uh, Faith Chapel in Spring Valley and this, the, the, uh, the one together uh, Dot org venue is just concluding and we were going to be we've got uh, three rabbis we've got rabbi uh, Joel Lieberman and he's the president of the Messianic Jewish Alliance of America and uh, he is also the rabbi uh, uh, of a place where I've visited many times Tree of Life uh, congregation and uh, Dr. Rabbi Mark Biltz he's in uh, Tacoma, Washington live with us on the phone and he's with El Shaddai Ministries and uh, also, Rabbi Bob Wolf uh, with Awakening One. And, you know, one of the funny things that happens in something like this, and Earl Clampett, of course, and he's the, our Gentile counterpart on this. But one of the funny things that happens here, and God does this all the time, you have a preconceived notion on how a show is going to go, and somebody walks in with a miracle, and you go, well, are we going to continue what we thought we knew, or are we going to allow a miracle to be testified to? My listening friend, uh that something miraculous happened here in the parking lot recently, and then we will return to our uh, rabbinical and uh, Gentile believer friends as well. So we're talking with a person who's just come back to share a miracle that just recently happened in the parking lot, and his name is Robert. And Robert, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank oh, you. Okay, well, what? give your brief overview of what just happened, what miracle happened here. So, so I was, you know, attending the, the conference today, and it was, you know, just God spoke to my heart, 
in in certain things that you know you know were presented yes. and you know and I just you know I realized that I needed to repent for something. Oh my! And um, in the parking lot. It caused a change in attitude in a conversation with 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 a relative, and this relative and I are changing our perspective on things together. We are one together because of God's faithfulness to us. And I just wanted to see, speak that in encouragement that He's going to restore all the brokenness that's been plaguing our lives for 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 decades so you say you you reconciled with a family member i reconciled with a family member and uh, so you're finding out what uh, reconciliation is about and how families can be restored and you you heard a lot about uh, the restoring of the one new man and you can't restore the one new man if your family is disassociated with one another that's right what give us a word of wisdom and encouragement because there are a lot of people out there that could use a miracle and they may be saying god i need a miracle and god may be saying to them my child, I need a miracle, and it's on our, our big part of our obedience. Yeah, no, absolutely, it's it's on obedience because I, I can tell you that it's it's the pride in myself, in my own heart, that prevented it from manifesting, and um, and by humbling yourself and just saying, okay, it doesn't have to go my way. Like God moves in that, and so I want to encourage other people to to not hold on to what you think things are. Don't hold on to the past. Don't re- recount the past. Just say it's a new day. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, God bless you. Oh, very good, Robert. Thank you so much for spending a little time. And that's really an encouragement to us. But I'm not going to tell you why it's an encouragement. I am going to uh, invite our rabbi friends and. Uh, uh, Mark Biltz in particular, and also Rabbi um, Joel Lieberman to give some insights. And then I'm going to hand it over to Rabbi Bob and have him give some insights as well. So, uh, Mark Biltz, what did you hear about that testimony that you can apply to the body of Christ and uh, Jew and Gentile being one new man? Well, it comes down to, yeah, well, thank you. uh, Like he said, it comes down to humility uh, and asking forgiveness. Uh, to me, it's so important that, uh, you know, in Proverbs 6, it talks about the six things the Lord hates, and seven are abomination, and the number one thing is a proud look uh, that God hates more than anything. And so, to me, My. I think each and every one of us, and what God is doing is breaking down people's hard hearts, uh, and that's what's exciting. Uh, and I believe God's going to have a humble bride uh, that isn't going to be walking full of pride. Uh, to me, that's what's so important is just being able to humble ourselves and seek the forgiveness. Because God said, you know, if you're coming to offer him something at the altar, forget it until you go get it right with your, you know, your brother. Yeah, well, preach it, brother. Preach it. You know, Rabbi Joel, um, I know this is you, you right here and you were broadcasting right next to that very parking lot. What is that telling you? And uh, Bob, I'm going to hit, hit you very soon, so bear with us. Well, I'll tell you what that means to me, Kaz. I know Robert personally. I know the situation he was referring to. That was a bona fide miracle that is taking place and will continue to take place. Reminds me of the final parting shot of the prophet Malachi, where he said he will turn the hearts of fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Else I will come and strike the land with utter destruction. We have got to see 
family reconciliation before this thing winds up. And when I hear a testimony from Robert and when I see uh, uh, reconciliation happening throughout the building as people came up for prayer afterwards, dealing with hurts from father figures in their lives and fathers, uh, what a great time of miracles we are seeing. Miracles are for today. If you don't believe in miracles, that they they passed away with the apostles, you need to (laughs) re-look back at the scriptures that miracles are for today. Miracles are for today, and doesn't it make you a little bit... uh excited to realize that you're for today as well. You could have been born in a different season, but right now you were born for such a time as this. That's kind of remarkable, isn't it, Rabbi Joel? Oh, man. I wouldn't want to be born in any other generation. (laughs) To see a conference like this come up has to be born of the Spirit. There's so much opposition to putting on something like this. But God, greater is he that's within us, by the way, than he that's within the world. And that's what really carried the day at this conference. Humble hearts, brokenness, as uh, Rabbi Wolf was sharing about uh, brokenness and humility. Uh, We are all here as mishpucha, as family today. Oh, my. And Rabbi uh, Bob Wolf, you know, you talk about extenuating circumstances. But God was in the thick of this, even in our own ignorance or lack of awareness about this actual day. Would you, would, would you, we've only got maybe five or six minutes left in this segment. Uh, but would you start this story and we'll continue into the next segment, Rabbi? Um, when we got here, the, the fact that we're in this place, Faith Chapel, right now, was the first miracle because we were looking for a place to do it. And John Neal had gone here, he, he's been here 35 years, but we, we didn't know that we would be invited. And it wasn't just that we asked. They said, oh, no, no, we want to have the, the, this here. Yes. And so I live up in L.A., so I, I didn't know where Faith Chapel was. So the first thing I did was Googled up the address of the church. Yes, Spring And Valley. I see it sitting here right above Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Freeway. And I went, oh, okay, well, that's interesting because the day that I was looking it up was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Oh, my. It was his birthday. Well, our book, Kingdom Calling, if you look at the cover of our book, is endorsed by Alveda King on the cover of our book. So that was the first thing that happened. I went, okay, there is no question that is where God wanted this thing to happen. That's why we're here. And then we found out that they didn't have an open date until June 4th. So Earl Clampett is telling Joel, we want to have you talk there, and we want to do it on June 4th. And Joel says, you know what day that is? And Earl's going, you had no idea what day that was. He says, that's the eve of Shavuot. That's Pentecost. That's the outpouring of the Spirit. And so this just showed the things that started happening to us. And Earl had a prophetic dream, too, of coming down Interstate 15 in the middle of the night. We should have Earl tell the stories right yeah, there. Yeah. Earl, tell them about your dream. We have just a couple minutes, but yeah. uh, I know Earl is a judge and a lawyer, so having him to tell a story in two minutes is tough. Near, <laughs> near impossible. Can, can, you, can, you, <laughs> can you handle it? Okay. Well, basically, uh, it was the dream was at night going south on the 15, and there was a huge group of people off to the shoulder, and they were all young people. And um, they were four abreast, and it stretched for miles and miles. And I said, Lord, what is us? And he says, these are all the young people who were uh, evacuating the churches. They're abandoning oh, wow. the churches. It was, a, it was a bloodletting. And so I said, so 
So what do we do? And he says, they need to know their father. Oh, my. Because they're, if without a father, they are disconnected from the family, the church family, and they don't know Father God. Oh, my. And so that's, that's yeah. really the key. Uh, Earl, where does I-15 take you when you come down to San Diego? <laughs> it, it dumps you into La, La Misión de San Diego de Acala, which was the first mission of 23 that was built by Father Sarah in 1769. Oh, my listening friend, I, I, I know that, uh, you know, you have big plans in your heart sometimes about doing things with God, and you go, but I don't know how to solve this problem or that problem, or I don't know how to do this. Well, if God is orchestrating this, then you may be actually fall into something that God wanted you to do all along because God is more interested in his ecclesia, the called out ones, than you are. He's more interested in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit introducing you to Father God mentality than you are. He's more interested in Jew and Gentile bond and free coming together than you are. All you need to do is say, I'm willing and entrust Holy Spirit to help you orchestrate that. It may never go exactly like you think, but it's going to be remarkable. And so, my my friend, it's time for me to take a break. In the next segment, we're going to be embracing some Hebrew points of view and some Gentile points of view and see how God is going to be blending them together when I and we all come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. We are here in Spring Valley at Faith Chapel and the conclusion of the number one TWO gather uh, dot, uh, dot org and uh, the One New Man Conference of Becoming One and Abba Father. <laughs> what a remarkable time. And we've got uh, a number of rabbis here with me. And, you know, uh, Rabbi Bob Wolf was talking about um, how sometimes God orchestrates things beyond our own imagination, and nobody—I don't know—I don't know of anybody who could have orchestrated this more perfectly than Holy Spirit. So, uh, uh, Rabbi Bob, I'm going to turn turn it over to—I'm going to turn it over to uh, Joel, uh, Rabbi Joel uh, Lieberman, because we're at dusk right now, and this is—and this is a significant time. We didn't even premeditate this was going to be happening. So, Rabbi Joel, and then uh, I'm going to have. Uh, Rabbi Mark Biltz put some input in this as well. What's what's going on right now in a biblical standpoint, Rabbi Joel? There are please, no coincidences, please. Kaz, with God. <laughs> Listen, the Lord in His Word, I don't know if you're aware of the sequels in the Word of God. Normally, I don't think sequels are better than the original, although I did see Top Gun oh, last I, I was weekend. Gonna say the same it thing. was better than the original. But <laughs> there is a sequel in the Word of God. There's a part one and a part two, and a lot of believers in the first century didn't even know that there was a part two. Here is part one that's taking place in less than an hour, and I'm hoping most pastors of churches of people that are listening are going to hear this tomorrow morning in their services. But in Exodus 19, this is where Pentecost, actually the origins began. We find Moses at the foot of Mount Sinai. It says in Exodus 19, 16, in the morning of the third day, there was thundering and lightning, a thick cloud on the mountain, and the blast of an exceedingly loud shofar. All the people in the camp trembled, and Moses brought the people 
out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the lowest part of the mountain. Now the entire Mount Sinai was in smoke because God had descended upon it in fire. That was part one. That was on the 50th day after the counting of the Omer, according to the Levitical feasts. And part two occurs 1,550 years later, <laughs> 269 miles apart from Sinai. Now we're at Mount Zion in Jerusalem. Acts 2, verse 1 says this. When the day of Shavuot, or Pentecost, had come, they were all together in one place. Suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And tongues like fire spreading out appeared to them and settled on each of them. Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit enabled them to speak out. This was part two of the the Sinaitic Theophany. That's a great word to tell your your church-going community tomorrow. The the Sinaitic Theophany. You were having trouble with it yourself. I was. But this was the part two that Peter knew about, but very few others knew about. And not only did God did us one better from Sinai, he put the Torah within us, all of us, not just on Eldad and Medad or Moses or King David. (laughs) He went inside everybody, and it says they all were enabled to speak as the Spirit enabled them. Oh, my. And the Bible says in King James Version, when the Feast of Pentecost was fully come, that means that it was God orchestrated. There's no coincidences with God. The fact that it's Shavuot for the Jews and the fact that it's Pentecost for the for the Gentiles, there's an ulterior motive behind that, and I have a feeling it has a great deal to do with the one new man. Uh, Rabbi uh, Mark Biltz, what, what's your take on this? Well, I think uh, that this is just incredible, what he was just sharing, because what people need to realize, all the feasts were literally dress rehearsals of what prophetically was going to come. And if you remember in the book of Acts, he says, these guys are drunk, you know, the third hour of the day or nine in the morning, the time of the morning sacrifice. So Passover was fulfilled on Passover, unleavened bread on unleavened bread, first fruits on first fruits. Pentecost was fulfilled on Pentecost. Well, if the Lord is the same oh yesterday, today, and forever. If he fulfilled all the three peace to the day of his first coming, he'll fulfill the fall peace to the day of his second coming. And this is where believers need to get a better grasp of what the fall peace stands for and how the events will. We don't know the date. We don't know what year. But they will be fulfilled on those specific days. So when, when the Feast of Tabernacles is fully come, they were also in one accord, and we, I'm, I'm extrapolating from Scripture, adding, changing it from Pentecost to the Feast of Tabernacles, but it would be valid to say when the Feast of, of Tabernacles was fully come as well. So, I mean, we're looking for some remarkable things going on in the world, and today, is a, we would call it the birthday for the church. The Jews would say this is the reverence for Moses and the Ten Commandments. So any quick thoughts on that, Rabbi? Uh, I say rabbi, three people turn their heads. Rabbi Mark Biltz. Well, I was just going to say that uh, to me, this is all incredible that the three regalim or the three foot feasts is when the spirit fell and they were all in one accord. It goes back to one together. If we want the spirit to fall like it did at Passover on the very first or uh, Nisan one, when they put together the tabernacle, and if we want it to fall like it did in Tabernacles when Solomon dedicated the temple, and if we want it to fall like on Shabbat, we have to come together. We have to be a cod or we have to be unified. And that's why I'm so glad that you guys put this together. Wow, wow, wow. Now, let me, let me talk a little bit of, uh, about uh, insights uh, from Rabbi Bob 
Wolf. Uh, What's your thought on this as well, Bob? I think that one of the things that we discover about life is is that when you see how God has lined things up, you see the number of layers, one after another, after another, after another, you realize that we are a part of something that is much grander than we are. It is... The, the revelation, that's why God calls it revelation, because the number of things that he has set in motion, all that are coordinating, completely defy all mathematical possibilities, yes, yes, completely yes. defy them, yes. so that you know that there is a hand behind it. And for people that are out there walking around trying to figure out whether or not there's a God, when you start seeing the number of things that God has lined up in order to make all these things happen, you realize this could not have happen unless there was a grand design by a creator to make it happen. Yes, yes. Rabbi Joel, one of the things that I remember you teaching out about is being in the stream, being in the flow of the river. And and one of the things that we as Christians or my uh, rabbinical friends, whether you're messianic or whether you're orthodox or ultra-orthodox, we want to be in the current of the river because when when we're in the current of the river, the river can take us wherever the river wants to go. I'm, I'm likening the river to Holy Spirit. Rabbi Joel? Yeah, we want to be in the middle of the middle of the middle of the will of God in our lives. Oh, my. Which means we have to be open to some course corrections, possibly. Maybe the Lord wants to take. I believe there are some course corrections that took place at this conference in many lives, in many relationships, in many ministries, in many churches. Yeah, and my observation is that same altercation or alteration is happening in churches today and is happening in uh, synagogues today as well. But we have to comprehend that it is the stream and we have to stay in the thick of it. And Rabbi Mark Bills, would you agree with that? I most definitely would, Cass. I can't help but think of a detail, how the water was up to his ankles and then his knees and sides and waters to swim in. I want to be swimming in the middle of this thing. I don't want to just have my tiptoes in it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Rabbi Joel, do you have a word of wisdom tied to this? We've got about a minute left. Well, I don't have a word oh, of wisdom you, you on do that. You do, too. You do, too. You have a word of wisdom on everything. I've heard you minister. Listen, the, Lord, <laughs> the Lord is shaking the synagogue community as, as well. Listen, you can believe in, in Buddha. You can believe in nothing and still remain in the Jewish community. But you believe in Yeshua, the Jewish Messiah, mm-hmm. who spoke a Hebrew language, who ministered to Israeli. Then you're somehow beyond the pale out of it. I'm telling you, the Lord is bringing back. More Jewish people have accepted the Jewish Messiah in the last four decades than in the first 2,000 years. God is at work among our people. And that's exciting. Oh, my listening friend. And you know what? What's even more exciting is you're a part of it. And it makes no difference. If you're you're, you're a Christian, you go, I don't know what to do. Well, God says, don't worry about knowing what to do. If you have the right heart, I'll put the what to do right in front of YOU. And, and, you know, we have have this uh, uh, conference, One Together. Uh, and went together dot uh, org, and a lot of the planning was not up to us. It was Holy Spirit making the plan. So God can hope, make Holy Spirit devise a plan for you as well, Rabbi Joel. Any quick thoughts on this? We about ready to take a break. Well, I'm just, again, I think this is not a one-off situation. We're going to see more and more of this. Why? Because people in the body of the Messiah are hungry. Our Jewish people, who I call pre-believers, they're hungry. (laughs) Everybody's hungry. And we are here for this hour to provide living water to wash down that manna from heaven that he's 
re- revealing to us in this generation. Oh, my, my. Rabbi Mark Biltz, by the way, my listening friends, you can listen to Mark Biltz on Sundays at 10 a.m. I believe it's 10 a.m. on KPRZ, understanding the day's uh, 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 prophetic times through a biblically historic lens. God's in the midst of making us see things in, in a biblically historic lens. We've got about uh, 45 seconds in this segment, uh, uh, Rabbi Mark Biltz. Any quick thoughts? Well, I just appreciate all the leadership that put this fun together conference on uh, in Faith Chapel for allowing it to be done there, because this is what is so necessary for this day. And I just appreciate, you know, all the speakers, uh, you know, Jim Garlow and uh, Rosemary. uh, But I just appreciate uh, everyone there that put this together. Well, my listening friend, here's the deal. God wants to put these kind of things together through you if you're willing. And don't worry about the logistics. Holy Spirit will take care of the logistics. We've got the last segment coming up soon. We're going to wrap things up. But it's also going to be a further inspiration to you as we have our rabbis and Gentile people around and handy. Uh, Get ready because this is going to be a call to action for you like you've never expected before. And it's going to change your life and the life of everyone around you when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, my friends, you know, when you get to the end of the book, you get excited. And you're reading the book of the Revelation. It's easy to get excited if you read the last chapters in the uh, in the First Testament too. Uh, the the book of uh, Malachi. Uh, Malachi, uh, it's easy to get excited because, my listening friend, we are in those days right now, uh, and it's something that uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time, my rabbi friends and my Gentile friends, we're going to summarize these things, and I'm going to start the uh, summary with Rabbi uh, Dr. Joel Lieberman, uh, president of the Messianic Jewish Alliance of America. You understand that? the things that God is doing through him. And he's also the uh, rabbi lead leader of the uh, Tree of Life congregation, which I have visited numerous times. Why don't you start the summary and then we'll go around and we'll have um, uh, John Neal of uh, Prayer Shield Ministries uh, finish it. And Rabbi uh, Mark Bills, I'll have you give your parting comment as well as uh, Rabbi Bob Wolf. So, Rabbi Joel, <laughs> I have to laugh. I have never said rabbi so many times in it's my entire life. It's been a long day, Kaz. <laughs> hey, rabbi Joel Lieberman. Thanks, Kaz. Listen, I was um, asked for this assignment, for this conference, to bring the Jewish side of the one new man in. And then there were other Jewish speakers here as well, Rabbi Wolf on my left. But I love what Paul says, Rabbi Saul, in Romans chapter 11, verse 1, he says this. I say then, God has not rejected his people, has he? May it never be. For I too am an Israelite, the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he knew beforehand. 
And then he goes on to say in verse 11, I say then, did they not stumble, our Jewish people, so as to fall, did they? May it never be. Chas v'shalom in the Hebrew. But by their false steps, salvation has come to the Gentiles. Why? To provoke Israel to jealousy. Oh my. And I love where he winds it up in verse 15. For if the rejection, the rejection of my people, the Jewish people, leads to the ritzui, the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be, Paul says, but life from the dead? Oh my. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know if he's talking about a physical resurrection from the dead or a spiritual resurrection. But or I can both. tell you one thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So that's, that's what we're here for. We're here, to see reconcil- we're here to see life from the dead for the world. Oh, my, my, Amen. my. My, my, my. A quick encouragement at the end of your comment there to, the, to our listening friend, Rabbi uh, Joel. A quick encouragement to our people, and then we're going to have other people close it from their perspective as well. Well, I want to encourage your listeners, get out to your churches tomorrow and talk to your pastors about what is Shavuot, what is Pentecost, and see the glaze come over their eyes. Hopefully not. (laughs) Hopefully Hopefully they'll understand what you're talking about. But press them. Pastors need to be pressed. They need to be uh, shaken up a little bit regarding the feasts of the Lord. It's all one Bible written yes. by Jews, yes. two Jews, with the possible exception of Luke, but we know he was a physician, so we assume he was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rabbi joke, no doubt. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask uh, uh, Bob Wolf, Rabbi uh, Bob Wolf, to put his closing summary, and then uh, Rabbi Mark Biltz, hang, hang on to give your parting comments, and then I'm going to finish it off with uh, John Neal. When God moves, uh, people are supposed to pay attention. (laughs) Well, here's what the Lord is saying to me. Be expectant. Be expectant. Look for signs. Look for things to happen. Watch around you. You are going to see God doing a new thing. This is a new day. This is a new season. The miracles that started to happen here are not just a one-day event. This is the realm of the kingdom of God. He brought the kingdom of God to restore the relationship between people here and Father God, and that is what we celebrated today. But this is not a one-day happening. This is life in the kingdom. Yes. And I just say to your listeners, please be expectant and watch what God is doing and is going to do in your life in the coming days. Oh, thank Amen. you. Thank you very much, Robert Wolf, rabbi and uh, God lover extraordinaire. Uh, Pastor Dr. Mark Bills, we've got five minutes left in this segment. Take about half of it and uh, give your closing statements. By the way, my listening friend, 10 a.m. Sundays, understanding today's uh, prophetic times through a biblically historic lens on KPRZ tomorrow. Rabbi Mark Biltz, what's your closing statement? You've got about three, three, three minutes or so. Okay, well, I may not even take all of that, but uh, what I want to say, you know, I really appreciated what uh, I believe Rabbi Joel was saying uh, concerning uh, the attitude toward the Jewish people, because we know as believers, it says in the New Testament or the Red Hadashah, that we see through a glass darkly. We only know in part. Well, guess what? In Romans 11, it says the Jews were only blinded in part. So both Christians and Jews are blind in one eye. And the first group to humble themselves (laughs) and look out of the other lens gets to see the clear picture. I like to tell people, you know, I know how to eat chicken. I can eat the meat and drop the bones. Well, Christianity has a lot of bones. Judaism has a lot of bones. But I tell you what, I'm not going to turn down a T-bone steak because there's a bone in it. 
So uh, what we really need to do is be humble and willing to look through the other lens. And then I believe we're going to see a clearer picture of what God is trying to tell all of us. And we will have that unity we so need. Oh, my. Oh, we do. Rabbi Mark Biltz, thank you for joining us, my friend. You've been a, a longtime friend and a growing friend with me, and I appreciate that so much. My listening friend, I'm going to spend the last portion of this hand, handing the baton over to John Neal, uh, Prayer uh, Shield Ministries and Sealed Team. You love that. So, John, give us your closing thoughts here on this show. I love what the rabbis have spoken out. This is a heart issue that we need to deal with. And the whole idea of this whole Father God situation was we need to understand it's not Jew, it's not Gentile. It's not denominational. It has to be with who we all acknowledge has Messiah, has the Christ. That's what the key lays out to. And with that understanding, then God the Father becomes our Father. But here's where I want to take it. We said through the entire day, information without application is just data. (laughs) I want you, if you're listening, if you were here today, if you saw it before, I want you to go and do something with it. I want you as a husband to treat your wife the way God said to treat your wife. Love your children. And you know what? Train them up in the way they should go. Show them what it is to be a godly man, a godly woman, so that they replicate what you're doing. And then you know what? I love what you said. Challenge that pastor in love, in love, in love. Pray for him. Pray for him. Pray for him. And then after you're done praying for him again, now go talk to him because he needs your support. But you know what? Like us, like most Gentiles, we have not been educated. Therefore, and guess what? I said it up front on the stage. I said, you know what? I've gone to every single academy, every single ministry. There's not one group in the United States that has a seminary that establishes even a one-semester class on prayer. Oh, my, my, my. So do it. Yes. So do you have a kind of a prayer uh, encouragement to these people? We've got about a minute, a minute and a half or so, John. Father God, we come before you. We praise you. We thank you. We glorify you. You are the God who created everything, the stars in the heaven. And Lord, with those stars, you establish boundaries. You establish orbits. You establish gravitational poles that allow us to walk on this planet. Now, Lord God, as we go forward... I'm asking your anointing on each person. I'm asking your heart. each person. I'm asking for a revelation that they will see the hand of their God move with love and power and authority. Bring them shalom and bring them you in Jesus' name. Oh, my listening friend. Thank you, John Neal. You know, my listening friend, we've had quite a show. I mean, you've heard shofar blasts throughout the broadcast. You've heard rabbis give different... Uh, points of view on this. You've heard the Gentile point of view. But the truth of the matter is, when the Bible says in, uh, uh, in, in, in Acts, when the, when the feast or festival of Pentecost was fully come, and it, we're in a time like never before, and my friend, do you realize what this evening represents? It represents the birthday of the church. Uh, from from a from a Christian perspective, happy birthday, church! Happy birthday, church! Happy birthday, church! And the sad thing is, many people in many congregations and many synagogues don't even understand the ramifications of these things. But happy birthday to you and my listening friend! You and I get to play a big role in this. 
Thank you, my friends, for joining us on Come Together San Diego. More great stuff next week. But just know our, our heart cry is to encourage you to come together San Diego. God bless. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.